<laughs> it just kind of stops abruptly, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. What's going on, everybody? My name is Carlos. Hi. I'm your host of Sandwich Talk. This is my chance to hang out with some friends. We talk about sandwiches. We eat sandwiches. Uh, just kind of exploring the different things about the city of Detroit and beyond, too. Uh, happy to say that we've been able to uh, hang out with a handful of friends from all across the country. And today we've got a friend who is from around the country, but found a home here in the city of Detroit. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Salter. How you doing, guys? <laughs> <And ladies. laughs> um, Ryan, you're joining us from your location. We're here yes. in a white box. Brand spanking new. That is going to be your restaurant. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, you're, getting, you're getting a sneak peek. It's right here on the, um, for those of you who are familiar, it's right here on the Joseph Campo Greenway Cut. Um, directly kind of kitty corner from the Martin Apartments. If you know about the show Martin, you know that that Martin. apartment building is right here. <laughs> um, and it's it's just right in the heart of everything that's kind of going on with the, with the revitalization of this new greenway of, uh, you know, the fresh paved streets of Larned, and then on top of that, the insane traffic of Jefferson. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, what's going on? Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, man. I really do appreciate it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, let's talk a little bit about you because, like, like I, I had heard about you through Grapevine. We were introduced yes. uh, through a mutual friend, and then you'd been telling me about this project that you had going on. But you've had a long journey before here, man. What, what's going on? What you uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you're talking about the food journey, the Detroit journey. There's so many journeys that let me here at this space right now, all coalesce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like long and short of it, I'm an East Coaster, uh, grew up in uh, West Orange, New Jersey, then lived in New York. My parents met in St. John's in Queens. Um, so, you know, New York all my life. Parents are Knicks fans. I'm not. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. this, this is not a New York thing. I have like five friends from New York that watch your show. They don't like Knicks either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I you know, grew up there all my life. Then went to Philadelphia, Villanova. And started with Chrysler afterwards. I moved to DC for a time, then moved back to Philadelphia area, came back home to New York, and Chrysler gave me the opportunity to move out here to work on their app program it's about cool. 2015. And I said, yes, I took the journey to move back to, to Detroit around October 2015, uh, recreated the apps for them for Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Alfa Romeo, um, all their brands, and uh, decided to just uh, pursue my other interests. I was working with Shane Park right down the street on Atwater, Shane Park Amphitheater. Now known as Aretha Franklin Amphitheater. Mm -hmm. So just with Diana Ross, the Aretha Franklin's funeral. Um, so you did the Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Johnny Gill. Uh, Wait, Nelly. so Stevie Wonder ate your food? I, I guess you know it was a few people. I mean, I know Jennifer Lewis did because she personally asked for a plate. Oh, <laughs> cool, Stone, cool. Um, Indy Irie, she actually took oh. a video of this before, not even from the funeral, but there's some other guests I've had there. Tamar Braxton. Um, a lot of them, but Herbie Hancock is actually one of my favorites, just being that experience. So all that led to one another. And at a certain point, I had to make a choice if I'm going to pursue food and entrepreneurship or I'm going to stay in corporate. And yeah. when I was given a choice, I don't like beginning choices. So I chose me and uh, created Salt & Co., my catering company. And then about a year ago, how we got all here, uh, two years ago, actually, uh, a friend of mine from New York, Mark, uh, who I met at barbecue in 2015 before I moved here, uh, it was his birthday. I gave him a call and we got back to, in touch with each other. And he said, hey, I'm working on this concept. Uh, would you be interested? And I said, well, let me see if I can do a menu with this. And if it works out for you guys. And yeah, I'm in. And so he told me about the concept of how he used it like bread and how he had so frustrated. And originally it was just, you know, a piece of turkey 
cheddar cheese between two romaine uh, leaves. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't do romaine. It's, you know, to me, it's like just water bread, I mean, water greens. For so sure. I said, let me just talk about Swiss char, collard greens, char greens. Brought them into that, just try it raw. Uh, I love spinach raws. I love my greens just being really earthy and good. Yeah. And you are flavor bomb. Exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah, we came up with the concept of breadless. And so, actually, our three sandwiches that we did for our concept for taste testing are actually our premier sandwiches plus three more. So, yeah. <laughs> that's how we got here. <laughs> right here, uh, you know, on East Jefferson in 2021. <laughs> wow, dude. That's awesome. So, that's it's been mean, a journey. You said a lot of things. Yeah. It's a lot about your flavor. <laughs> um, I mean, the one thing that I didn't hear, though, and I, I guess like, my answer for this is different than everybody else's answer for this, but like why food? So that's going back to the journey of me living in Australia. Uh, study abroad there in 2007 and food was hella expensive out there. So I started bartending again and I realized that, hey, I can't afford to eat out every night. Let me just start cooking. And I was a picky eater. I'm still a skinny guy, but I was even skinnier. And so I started cooking the things I like. And it got to a point that my roommates and my neighbors started paying me. Uh, for a plate, they're like, hey, I'll give you six bucks, you know, so I started making money, you know, buying groceries. I uh, came back home and my little cousin was being a smart ass. I was making some things. What are you, some kind of bachelor chef? I was like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I am. Lo and behold, if you want to follow him, you can follow him at The Bachelor Chef, which is right here down in the description. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's how the whole name came about and me going to food. And I uh, started doing pop-ups around New York City uh, and got involved with a place called Corner Social. The owner there took me under her wing. And she said, hey, you got a lot of potential here. So I started going to culinary school while I was open Angel Harlem, uh, my first restaurant. <laughs> and I actually became great friends and family with everybody there and learned so much from different people. And from that experience led me to, you know, start my own company. And I'm still involved with them. And she's a great mentor. So I always call her to hack, you know, to get a great cool. touch up or I need some help on this. And she's always giving great advice. But yeah, that's how I got into involved with food. All started in Australia being broken. Figure I just learned to cook. <laughs> That's kind of how a lot of us learned how yeah. to cook, right? Like, so for me, my journey was like I would sit down with my mom at home, like she would teach me all the stuff that she would make. You know, I would just be in the kitchen with her, hacking out different things, learning how to like how to do the basics of cooking. Um, but it wasn't until like college where I also was just broke, and I was like, "Cool, you I can buy that. a case of spam." I can get like can not spam either. Yeah, it's still good. Spam, right? This podcast, yeah, exactly. You're, you're right? a spam type podcast, right, guys? Uh, yeah, you just get a whole bunch of different stuff and just slap it together in the kitchen, make it taste great, and have your friends eat it. And then from that point on, I started um, with Aunt Knees, my chips and salsa company, um, with myself and my partner at the time in college. And then from there, I was like, "Yo, man, this whole uh, we we got to start doing a pop up." And he's like, "What the hell is that?" And this is ten years ago when pop ups were still like, yeah, low key. Yeah. And I was like, we should do like, just make our own stuff, do tacos. And that's how like the first pop-up, which was High Five Tacos started. So similar, like it's just, it all came out of like necessity. But then, you know, like, as it turns out, food has become my life, same as you. And it's cool to always meet somebody who also has that kind of journey of like food becoming their love. I appreciate it. It's, it's a weird journey, like, you know, as you know, it's very physical, totally. it's mentally, it's all these different facts, very emotional at the yeah, same time. Very emotional, it's very grueling. I know a couple of chefs, incredibly talented chefs that have given up because, you know, with every cut of, you know, the, the business not going the way it should be, it's another cut against you thinking to yourself, is this the time? Do I step away? What do I need to be doing? Everything's personal. Mm -hmm. I mean, because we put our energy into what we do. I mean, it's, it's we're artists, but we have to be businessmen at the same time. You have to be organized, organized chaos because you'd be artistic, but yet, you know, structured and so many different things going on with being a chef in this world. <laughs> but it's it's good to see somebody that's, I mean, you've already done so much and, and 
Harlem beforehand, doing what you're doing too now with um, you know different kinds of uh, catering work that you've been doing recently here in the last few years. And then now you've been given this incredible opportunity to open up a space, which is right here. And there's there's a whole business section. I don't know. I'm going to show you guys really quick just kind of what the outside looks like. So if you are curious of where we are, it's uh it's pretty nice. This is this is the outdoor here. Um, so this, there's the Martin apartments right behind me. You can literally see that there's going to be three other businesses right here, including, can we say who the other businesses are? Uh, right here, Red Hook and the other is still vacant. Cool. Very cool. So Red Hook for sure. Red Hook, uh, currently has location over in Ferndale and the other location in, thank you, in West Village. Um, but yeah, show us around, around the space a little bit if you can. Sure. I mean, so right now it's white box. It's all brand new. So we can talk about the concept itself. Smells I mean, good. First thing, you <laughs> build I'm mean, here at the bathroom here, but where are we at? There's, right now? there's no bathroom in here so no far. Cur currently, there is a bucket. If you need to use it, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we at right now? We're actually going to have a grab and go fridge called the Bike Fridge. So you can actually come in, don't even see us, swipe your credit card, get a sandwich we like, get some good snacks. We have our quick pickup item area as well here, our sandwich bars, and the station here. And right where this one is, they'll knock it down and make a bike up walk-up window. So See, that's sick. For somebody like me, like I ride bikes exactly. very often, and I need something quick. So that's perfect for somebody. Yeah, so if you're biking down on just camp on the greenway, you can swing all around by and pick something up really quick. So you don't have to really step cool. in, go ahead and line. There's currently a window on that other side there's, there's too. A <laughs> <laughs> but it's not here, so it needs to be pounded back out. Um, hell yeah, man. This is so cool. I'm really excited. Um, the concept of breadless. So how many items are going to be on the menu currently? So we're going to have about six sandwiches on the item right there, plus the different uh, retail items, so grab and go. So we have everything, fresh fruit, fresh mm -hmm. veggies, uh, different types of chips. Uh, we're actually going to pick out uh, pork rinds as well. Yeah, vegan, gluten-free, but it tastes pretty good. Uh, it actually tastes amazing, to be honest with you. And we're doing air fry or the bacon fries Ooh. as well. So you can get our custom drink, everything made in house. Yeah. So nice. low starch, you know. Just air fry or your tapioca starch? Uh, so we actually are using a corn starch to, to potentially make it a little bit crispy. Mm -hmm. So we've been working the recipe a little bit. It may not be corn starch when this podcast airs, but you know. You know <laughs> hey, <what>? hey, <laughs> things change. This is why. This is an exclusive. <laughs> You're getting to see things beforehand. Us people that do things in business, we tend to change our minds. It we is what do. it is. I mean, yeah, just based it's, on, yeah, there's a there's a type of starch, corn starch, uh, just to you know dredge it a little bit, but completely air fried, no uh, very little amounts of oil. We keep it crisp, keep it hot, and just cool. like you're in a Sega McDonald's again, very high, you know, uh, heavily oil fries. You're coming here to get something fresh, you know, flavorful, and you know, filling. That's so cool. I'm I'm really excited for you. Um, man, I just <laughs> I, I want to know more. I can't I can't wait to see the vision when it's finally created. But like, what's really unique about seeing this space now is that you can see kind of where the drawing board is or like what that, yes. what that canvas or that blank canvas is. And from the perspective of a, of a business owner, this is the most fun part. It is. Now, so my business partner, I got the other week, I said, this is the time we actually get to enjoy the process. Totally. When you go to ideation, you're going through so many different ruminations of like what can be in traffic at the direction and you finally go with it. This is the time you say, okay, Let's build. Hell yeah. You know, you get your Lego blocks. I love Legos as a kid. I was yeah. changing things up. And this is where you start playing. Yes, connect. <laughs> connect. <laughs> 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 
Connects roller coaster. My friend had a Connects roller coaster. It was huge. It so cool. covered the KB whole toys. That's what you get I, was, I was pissed that he never let me play with the roller coaster because uh, you're gonna break it. But dude, my friend had the Ferris wheel. Oh yeah, man. did you break it? No, I didn't break it. No, we. Uh, you know what? I think I played with it once, but he brought it to school and it's pretty awesome. I was, I was a Lego guy. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I I wasn't cool enough to have the whole Connects side. <laughs> yeah, I, I really wasn't either. But you know, KB Toys, we always get it from. It's always overpriced. I mean, toys are still overpriced. For sure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But I mean, when. When like my mom would take me to like Toys R Us, it was like one of the coolest things in the world to like go into a Toys R Us and be able to just play with stuff. Yeah. Same thing with the KB toys. I'd spend hours in there. And you wouldn't like I would be on a bike, like riding around the aisles or like the little bouncy things. Having fun. Yeah, exactly. And if you're from New York, it's actually FAO Schwartz. FAO Schwartz. Uh, that was awesome. The giant keyboard, yeah. you just dance on it and do, just the do what you want to do. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, I actually just watched that movie the other day. I love that movie. Um with toys. No, big. Oh, big. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's so cool. Yeah, I, and then the FAO shorts in Chicago was almost as big, but yeah, for sure. And then they had an FAO shorts in Las Vegas. I didn't know that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's, I don't think those stores exist anymore. No, none of those stores exist. Actually, no major toy stores is here anymore. It's just Walmart so and Amazon. <laughs> Man, kids, like, kids nowadays learn how to play with toys from, like, unboxing videos on YouTube. Yeah. Which is, um, it's insane to me. Like, we used to physically go into stores and play with toys and be like, cool, I want to take this one home. Or like go over to our friend's house. Or just stare at the box <laughs> and like, imagine it. Yeah. Do kids have imaginations now? You know what? Like, I'm pretty sure they do. Look at TikTok. I mean, they have a lot of time and energy to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're not wrong. Damn, those are like, those are the kids now. Huh? Those are the kids. Okay. They got Gen Z. I mean, they're the ones doing it. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, here we are, adults. I think we're about the same age, right? Yeah, 34. 32. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I'm the older one. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, too, I do yeah. want to talk about your sweater. So oh. you're wearing a Cavassier sweater. <laughs> Cavassier kicks ass. Um, you were telling me a little bit about what you did. Tell me what you when you got that sweater. Oh, yeah. So um, just Monday, there was a competition from the Cavassier sponsors for the Black History Month, and it's called Honor Your Code. Uh, so you take black bartenders around the city and you basically create a drink, a cocktail uh, that basically magnifies the flavor of Cavassier. Uh, so yeah, so mine was called Roses for Rosa for Rosa Parks. It was a pomegranate nice. ginger syrup, lemon juice, egg wipes, a nice foamy texture, mm -hmm. with a nice velvety uh, structure to it. And we had some bitters and then we shake it up, uh, strain it, and we top it off with edible rose petals. So you get a nice mm. uh, perfumey uh, smell as you drink it. So the texture on top is going to be it's like this layer of like creamy, egg, yes. egg white creamy. And then you put the rose petals as well. Anything else on top for the texture? Uh, just a little bit of bitters at the end as well. Nice. So just a little. Touch. Yes. I miss a good cocktail. I miss going to a cocktail bar, sitting down, having the bartender shake me yes. or stir me something, and be like, you know what? I got something special for you. Here you go. And that's something that you're not getting a lot of nowadays. The cool thing about like what bars back. like Keesling or you know Sugar House are doing is they're you know, offering those cocktails mm -hmm. as to go options. Take it's not it, the same though. But it's not the same as sitting and hugging up to the bar that you've known and loved with the bartender that you've become friends with over the years. And they're able to make you something that's so uniquely yours. It's just the experience of just decompressing. That's the one experience at the bar. Even if you don't drink, you can just sit down and say, totally. let's put everything else away. It's about me and the bartender, all a special relationship. Yep. And what can you have? And just like you said, that, that, that one drink. And for me, I, I love you know, dark liquor. I love the way it just soothes me down, just oh, yeah. calms me, warms me up, especially in the wintertime. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> warms me up, yeah. Yes. Calms me down, warms me up. That's what sandwiches do to me, folks. That's what that's why we're here today. 
So real quick, I do want to ask you, there's a couple of questions that I need to know. I ask everybody in the podcast, do you have a favorite sandwich? I do. What is it? We're going to eat it today. It's called a chicken on chard, and sometimes we call it the chardy bee. <laughs> chardy bee! <laughs> so if you hear this, Cardi, we got it for you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, another question. Uh, favorite condiment, topping, sauce? Oh, that's a good one. Okay, so my favorite condiment, I love a stone ground spicy mustard. Mm -hmm. I put that shit on everything. Absolutely. Um, you said cheese as well? You said cheese, yeah, yeah. Pepper jack cheese. Pepper jack? Yes. Interesting. I, I can eat it by itself. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then, uh, let's see, sauce, condiment. So, uh, sauce. Um, you know what? I That's a good one because there are a few sauces I like. One of my favorites, and we're gonna try it again because it's my favorite sandwich. It's, it's a cilantro avocado crema. Mm. Yeah, so it's an aioli, a little bit of buttercream mixed in, cilantro, avocados, all blended together. It's a nice, smooth sauce going to it. So for me, it, it all comes together with the pepper jack cheese. So it's like you get the, the creaminess and you get the spiciness. It's like okay, your taste buds are like okay, I like this. Hell yeah! <laughs> got the sweet, got the tangy. <laughs> I love that. All right, so real quick then, um, let's go to a quick commercial break. Yep. I want to talk about Cosmara Club. And then when we come back, we're going to try one of these sandwiches because I'm excited and also hungry. Ready? <laughs> yep. All right. Inspired by the history and tradition of Italian Amaro, Casamara Club is Detroit-based insane beverage, highlighting the natural vibrancy of farmed ingredients. With currently four varieties available, you can find them all over the country today by checking out their website at casamaraclub.com. Um, when I say that I love it, I truly mean that I love it. It is honestly one of the best sodas. It's a non-alcoholic soda uh, perfect for when you're at the bar and you really just don't want to have a beverage, but you want something bubbly. I would highly suggest it, especially if you like Amaro. But anyway, we're back. We've got a couple of sandwiches here. This one has my name on it. <laughs> um, damn, okay. Can we take these out? Yeah, just grab it. Oh, my God. All right, so this is what the presentation is going to look like. Then. More or less. We still work on it. Yeah, this is like something I just made real quick. Brought it out. Right. So it's better wrapper. This is cool. All right, so we've got the Swiss chart on the outside mm -hmm. for the Chardy B. Got it? Yes. So if you want to look inside. Yeah. We got the roasted chicken, the bread and butter pickles, red onions, the cilantro avocado crema, pepper jack cheese. Cilantro avocado crema. I yeah. love that. So the best way we always tell people. Like, what kind of pickles are these? Uh, bread and butter. Bread and butter pickles. We always tell people don't pull the wrapper fully off. Just keep it like just like Chipotle. Wrapper's your friend. And just peel back as you eat along. So these are two pieces of Swiss chard. It's actually one piece. One piece. One, one giant sandwich. piece. Yep. That's awesome. Pull it together. Like top it. Cheers, man. Mmm. Okay. So many layers of flavor. At first, I get a little sweet. Just like the bread and Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, the crema as well. Mm -hmm. I feel like the. Mm. The initial sweet from the crema is what I got mixed in then with the next layer of the bread and butter. The meat kind of pulls it all back. 
the fresh fresh veggies play an input like a very good part in making sure that you're not just getting meat. But then also, this is a really good piece of Swiss chard. This right here, nice and thick, all local, not waxy, really hearty, all local too. Where are you guys getting your your stuff from? So we're using from a variety of farmers. We speak on Detroit mm -hmm. as one of our spot, as one of our vendors. So they work with us and trying to find local farms based in Detroit, also in Michigan as well, during the growing season that we can work with. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You can hear me though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn, dude, I love this. So my favorite part about this sandwich is not just the flavor, but the fact that I can eat all of it, feel full and not feel weighted. Mm -hmm. So a lot of sandwiches I love, I love going to Mudgees, I love hitting up, you know, Subway or Jimmy John's at times. But after you eat the whole sandwich, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you're doing something quick. You always feel so weighted down. Yeah. You're like, okay, let me take a quick break. Let me just chill for a bit. Let me digest. This one, you can grab and go. You can eat. And, you know, everybody says, what's a sandwich? It's two pieces of bread. Not really. No. The Earl Sand said he's wanted something you can hold with his one hand while he plays cards. I have my hand wow. free. Wow. And okay. I don't have my deck of cards, but. <laughs> I have another hand free. So for me, it's my driving go for me. <laughs> I love that. So that is, and that's one thing that we always talk about on the show is like the definition of a sandwich. People are like, is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a burger a sandwich? By that definition, they would They're be. They're all sandwiches. They would be. Very cool. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I love talking now, about Now, it's a burrito sandwich. That's the question I have because it's so complicated and so messy. It's really you can't hold it with one hand. By your definition, a burrito could be a sandwich. It could be, mm -hmm. but it depends. My definition of a sandwich is... Sorry, I got Swiss chard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if you can call it by its name without the use of its bread, then it's not a sandwich. Mm -hmm. So like a hamburger is still a hamburger without the bun. I agree. A hot dog is still a hot dog without the bun. A burrito, I guess, technically would be a sandwich in this case, but also- You can do a burrito bowl, though. You can do a burrito bowl. Okay, okay. There you go. You can't necessarily do like a Reuben bowl. I mean, I guess you could. You kind of could. Damn it, you can do a bowl out of You know, you can basically do like a, a bit of coleslaw, like, you know, savoy cabbage shredded. You know, you can get the, yeah. Bet of sauerkraut instead of coleslaw. Yeah. I'm a sauerkraut over I mean, there has to be a lot of sauerkraut, though. That'd be a shitload yeah. of sauerkraut. <laughs> I'd be super into it. Like, <laughs> I, especially if it's like a kimchi. Like, if you were to just see like, man, okay. I, I would say like a small bowl then. That'd be freaking big. But well, I'm thinking, I'm like a, a so sandwich. It is a hell of a sandwich. It is a hell of a sandwich, too. yeah. So, like, if you were to just take the portions that you would do without the bread in that, it would still be a hell of a bowl. That's true. That's, these are good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of the things that you could do without bread. And that's, and that's one thing that we, you know, we don't talk enough about on the show. It's like, I've done uh, this episode or this show with, you know, there's a, the, the uh, version of the show where I do a sandwich in my apartment mm -hmm. and somebody does a sandwich from their house. And we do it over, like, kind of like a Skype Zoom type thing. Yeah. Um, but in that show, I've done a ton of different sandwiches and only a couple of them have not really had bread. Um, and I, I think that's not necessarily a fault of mine. It's just my inherent way of making sandwiches always kind of goes back to, okay, what's my vehicle going to be? I agree. And I pivot between that both as well, to be honest with you. I still love bread. Um, you know, I'm not going to give it up, but I like my options. Mm -hmm. And this is an option that I always get behind. Mm. I'm getting to the bottom here. Mm -hmm. A lot of the avocado, cilantro, 
um, well together. It's a crema or is it an aioli? Like an aioli. It's technically a crema because there's a little bit of buttermilk in it. So yeah, you can call it aioli. Does it? I mean, technically, it's still that as well. Is it still mayo? It's still mayo. Yeah, really. Yeah, interesting. Wow, it's really good. That's a great flavor. And with the bread and butter, something that I don't necessarily dive into often is bread and butter pickles. I've always been more of like a dill or just like a like a sour. Mm -hmm. But like bread and butter has not always been my favorite. But you're really? making bread and butter taste awesome. Thanks. I mean, it's, it's my personal favorite, honestly. Mm. When you make a sandwich at home, mm -hmm. what do you look for? What do I look for? Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? Like, what's it, what's necessity for you? It varies. You know, if I'm in a mood and I have time, I want to build something. I want layers between it. I want layers of flavor, layers of texture. Um, but then sometimes I just want to make the perfect grilled cheese. Mm -hmm. You know, but then sometimes, you know, sometimes I have Butter or mayo on the outside? Mayo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> low-key secret. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then sometimes when I make a grilled cheese, I'll see what I have in the fridge. I might have some leftover short ribs or stewed chicken, mix that in, put it in the middle, heat it up. Mm -hmm. and then I have like, you know, a shredded chicken grilled cheese, you know, something of that sort. So it depends on my mood at the point. But I, you know, honestly, don't judge me for this. My all-time favorite still is my childhood favorite. It's fried bologna, hot, you know, hot cheese, uh, stone ground mustard, mm -hmm. you know, and just to a toasted, you know, two pieces of bread. A fried bologna sandwich is one of the greatest sandwiches ever. I, I grew up eating fried bologna. <laughs> I love it. My friend Ben, who owns Bikes and Coffee, mm -hmm. him and I made it a point. Ooh, you got some. Ooh, you oh, got yeah, some look at that. All over. <laughs> him and I made it a point to go to everybody that serves a bologna sandwich and try it out one day. Well, not one day. It was over the course of a couple of months. And you know, great ghosts, they do a, a fried bologna as an appetizer. I was like, okay, you know, you step, you're taking it to, you know, a five-star level. Good dudes over there, too. Really cool team. I actually grew up with um, Amazing talent. with the Leon family. Oh, really? Um, they went to the same school as I did from, like, kindergarten to, like, sixth grade. Excuse me, guys. I got to drink this juice. <laughs> mm. And that's why you have the wrapper. Oh, yeah. I love that. Wrapped really well, too, so, like, nothing got all over me. Except for me. You had a couple on you, but that's because you took it out of the wrapper. I did. I didn't you did what the you told me not to do. Sure, my life. So good, man. Thank you so much. That's delicious. Thanks, man. Glad you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. um, so, what other sandwiches are going to be on the menu? You got some highlights and other thoughts? Yeah, so I'll give you a quick sample. It's okay. um, they call one's called the Burgers the Word. It's our turkey with uh, white cheddar cheese, mm -hmm. a champagne vinaigrette, mm -hmm. um, avocado spread, um, pickles, lettuce. Um, I'm sorry, not lettuce, uh, tomato and onions. We have another one called the All Veggie, and these names are still being worked out um, at the meantime. So if they change, you know, I apologize in advance. That's why we're here. <laughs> but yeah, we're peeking it out all beforehand. Exactly. It's roasted eggplant and collard greens with sun-dried tomato pesto, roasted peppers, mm. um, onions, and tomatoes. Mm -hmm. uh, we have another one. We're calling the MCAP as oyster mushrooms. Oh, we have yeah. avocados, caramelized onions, Monterey Jack cheese mm -hmm. on Swiss chard. Uh, we have another one. We get that one. Yep, and we have another one uh, called the cold cut. It's pastrami with a Reuben sauce, Monterey Jack cheese, um, as well as a husband sauce, and you know tomatoes, pickles, onions. Yeah. Um, and then actually that comes with a, a savoy cabbage slaw as well, just to put it in there. Oh, so it's basically like a you know a breadless Reuben more or less. <laughs> and then we have another one called the California chicken, 
that's roasted chicken, like fresh from the oven, slicing it down, seasoning ourselves, my own blue spices, um, caramelized onions, uh, fresh cheese, uh, on you know, white beef kale. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm so excited. Um, are you building a hood in here? Uh, no hood. So we're not grilling anything on site. Everything's already prepped. So cool. even our pickled onions, uh, we're using sous vide for that. Um, you know, we're using a, a convection oven and an air fryer to make everything. Wow. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's really the same with shop. So, you know, we're trying to keep it simple. Keep it low key. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, when we built out the, the Keesling kitchen, same thing. There's no hood. So we had convection oven. Sandwich, sandwich press. <laughs> oh, it's super simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't want to do, you can seriously have a restaurant if you want it and not have to do a hood. Yeah. Now you're limiting yourself. You're not going to be able to fry things. You're not going to be able to have exactly. a full press, uh, full grill, full flat top, anything that you want to do. That's down your menu. Don't get one. Don't worry about it's it. It's about twenty five thousand dollars right there off the bat. You yep. just saved. Yeah. And I think it's you know I've been to a lot of low key shops, especially in like New York, Chicago, places mm-hmm. with smaller um, area. That are able to do everything with literally just a couple of sandwich presses, confection oven, mm-hmm. and just some refrigerators. I mean, luckily, we don't need a sandwich press because we're not doing bread here. So, nice yeah. yeah. So, we actually have all our cookies, we actually have like warmers as well for like our mushrooms, our eggplant, our chicken as well. Um, we have the crispers for the fries, ice cream fry, mm-hmm. right in there. So, you can have the same, you know, quick serving experience as you would at your favorite fast food restaurant with their fries. Um, but yeah, there's, there's no oil, no grease, and no fryers. That's really sweet. Dan. Um, you're doing prep offsite as well. You no, have a- prep here. Oh, okay. so we actually have downstairs storage as well. Space allocates right, and this whole entire space is actually all the kitchen. So it's all carry out and take out uh, primarily. We have four seats inside. Uh, we're looking to do some expansion outside, maybe in the future, like certain plants. Uh, but primarily, you come in, you order your sandwich, you can eat it right there if you have in a rush, or you can take it you know, on your way out. That's beautiful. You That's know, a really good think about time. you know today's time. Like most people are doing carry out and take out and delivery. And then once it opens up to, you're going to have the ability then for a couple of people to inside, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also people are going to feel really safe with the opportunities now that we've been given as a city, as a world now, to eat outside with the different kinds of elements that we have. Yes. Like outdoor seating. We have benches right now. There's benches here already. Sick. Yeah, man. Good job. Thanks. I'm sorry, dude. This is really <laughs> It's a team cool, effort. Right? I can't take all the credit. I mean, our architects are the ones who really help us scope out the place. Our branding team solve it. Leon Leon's our architect. Um, Mark, my business partner, and LC, the other founder, his wife, uh, you know, just from that alone, like this, every piece has led to this moment, honestly. Um, there's more people I can speak of, like Great Lakes, uh, you know, they're local favorites here if you're looking for kitchen equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, great guys, great consultants, work with them many times on different projects. Uh, our contractor, uh, Matt 72 Development, like, it's been a great team so far. Um, even our consultants, H2G, they work with designs for different airports. Everybody helped us kind of like figure things out. There's so many different personalities, different streams of thoughts. Wow. Um, but you know, we're making it, you know, we're trying to open, like I said, uh, mid April to May, um, and you know, time's a ticking. This is the fun part. This is the part that I enjoy the most. Honestly, that's so cool. But yeah, exactly. You get to, you get to play exactly. and create. Exactly. Um, a couple of things that you have going on too. So you've been doing, um, some work in the, just the restaurant world of the city for the last five years, but then also restaurant world outside of here. It's been giving you great opportunities. Yes. You've had some really cool opportunities come up as well, doing pop-ups or doing some other scenarios. Anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to promote with us here? Um, so right now, there's nothing to promote on um, other ventures. I kind of shifted everything, you know, my attention to Brett List. You know, I do weddings with Salt & Co. So my catering company, we do premier events and galas and, and uh, top of the line weddings. But um, most weddings are pushed back until July. So, I mean, yeah, we're still booked. We're still moving forward with it. 
Uh, but it's nothing really to promote on that end. Honestly, it's all about the shop. We're opening in two months in April. If you're in Detroit, come on by. If you're not in Detroit and you want to see Detroit, you know, stop on by at 2671 East Jefferson. Cool. Right yeah. on, right on, right exactly on the the Joseph Campo Cup. So literally, if you are walking on the cut, it'll be one of the buildings here. Um, you saw it. We, we took you outside. If yeah. you forgot about it, rewind. <laughs> You'll just see You're it good. again. Um, well, very cool, man. Uh, anything that you want to, uh, you know, uh, talk about in terms of uh, any anybody else's like shout outs? Um, yeah, just uh, again, also shout out to Rock Ventures, uh, our PR team, Jennifer and Jacqueline. They've been great. I know. Oh, yeah. I know you because of Jennifer. Jen, and Jen. Yeah. Hell yeah. What up? Shout out, Jen. <laughs> I uh, wouldn't be here right now in this spot right at this time if it weren't for you. Um, but yeah, just, you know, I, that's all I can think of right now. If I missed anything, I, I apologize. <laughs> you know, I get short on words at these moments. You for sure. Forget. Yeah, yeah. We're in the <laughs> middle of this. You guys are checking this out. This is Sandwich Talk. It's a show that, you know, it was an opportunity for me to hang out with my friends and eat sandwiches and talk about sandwiches. Um, it's become so much more than that. What I really like about this show is it's given me the opportunity to um, meet new people to talk about um, common interests and the biggest common interest that I find is the love for the city. It's something that I've seen that you've grown into. You've found love with the city and moving yes. here and being a part of it and now you're very much a part of it. And it's so, uh, it's, it's rewarding for me as a person who's been here almost my whole life to see somebody come in and, and take everything that the city has, understand it, and then be able to add their market for it. And I think that you're doing a great job with that. I mean, that's beautifully put, so I appreciate that. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for doing it. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much for everybody checking us out. You thank got you. a sneak peek into a new spot. This is low-key. Uh, you need to tell your friends. Yes. You need tell to tell everyone. your family. You need to tell your mom. Tell your mom. Tell your coworkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell mm -hmm. your boss. Order out from us. The place is breadless. The man is Ryan Salter. Check him out at The Bachelor Chef, everything that he's got going on. Check out this spot once it opens up and check him out, ask him any questions. Catering is available right now, but honestly, the focus right here is this shop. The reason why is because it's this is where the passion is going. And if you wanna know about it, come check it out. April, uh, let's just say April, end of April. No, end of April. So it's just after my birthday. <laughs> For the people at home, if you're keeping tally, my birthday is April 20th. You can send me anything. Uh, hopefully, it's good things. I'd love to <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> send me something fun. <laughs> Might be fun. I like food. If you want to send me good food, please. Um, uh, but I want to thank Mike McGettigan for putting us on, the whole Planet Ant team uh, yes. for being so, so. Uh, part of this, uh, part of the passion, Parker Hammond, uh, Sadie with Hip in Detroit, uh, a lot of the great people that take part in uh, the Planet community, all of the wonderful podcasts and video casts that you see on this network and you hear on the Planet podcast stream. Uh, you can find this video on YouTube at all times. You can find all the rest of the videos on the playlist of Sandwich Talk on um, the YouTube stream as well. You can find my own personal videos. If you just type in my name, Carlos Parisi on YouTube, but then also all of the podcasts are available on Spotify, Apple Music, however you listen to podcasts. Um, aside from that, I want to thank uh, Darren from Planet N as well. I want to thank um, Zach Bridges, our original producer. I want to thank uh, Danny Veer, uh, our Mustard Valet, Michael Zuber, um, my mailman, Carl Malone. 
um, my chief Miles O'Brien, and of course I want to make sure. Oh, for the music, duh. Lobby time is the ad read music, and the intro music is Bushwick Tarantella, and those are both by Kevin McLeod. And I want to make sure that I, of course, thank each and every one of you guys for checking us out every single week. Um, it's my pleasure to do this show. I have a passion for food. I have a passion for sandwiches, and I have a passion for the city of Detroit and beyond. And hopefully one day I'll get a chance to travel and show you guys the rest of the world through my eyes, and maybe you guys can join me. All right. Well, thank you very much for checking us out. I love you all. Hope you guys got hungry. Happy sandwich. <laughs>